Good morning, this is Pete Beck with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast on the basic doctrines of Christ, the resurrection of the dead. Today's podcast is entitled Glorification. As I wrote in another series of articles, we are composed of spirit, soul, and body. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 You can go to my website and read in more detail about each one of these if you wish. Followers of Christ are instructed to properly divide or cut straight God's word, 1 Timothy 2.15. This means we are to properly interpret and and handle God's message to us. It is necessary to distinguish between how God's great salvation applies uniquely to each part of us, or we will become confused. For example, the Bible tells us that we can know that we have eternal life, 1 John 5.13, but it also reminds us that we are saved in hope, Romans 8.24 and 25. So, which is it? Are we already saved, or are we waiting to be saved? The answer is both. We are already justified in the Spirit, but we are waiting or hoping for the last installment of our great salvation, the resurrection from the dead. I read Romans 8, 18-25 from the English Standard Version. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope for who hopes for what he sees. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. We were created as living souls which come to being when God breathes spirit into a lifeless body Genesis 2-7. In quick summary, at the new birth, our inner spirits are instantly transformed into a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5-17, and integrally joined with the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 6-17. We are born again and become one with Christ. This is a once-for-all completed work accomplished on our behalf in the past 
when Christ died and rose again, which I and many others call justification, even though it contains within it all five pillars of what Christ accomplished on our behalf in the new covenant, propitiation, redemption, justification, reconciliation, and sonship. This is why the Bible tells us that those who believe already have eternal life. John 5:24. The salvation of the soul is an ongoing daily process whereby we are being gradually transformed in our personalities and behavior to think, act, and speak as Christ. In this sense, our salvation is very much in process. I call this transformation even though some prefer the term sanctification. It is a working out in our daily lives of what God has already done in our spirits. Philippians 2, 12 and 13. How we obey God and allow his spirit to inwardly conform us to Christ will have a great impact upon our heavenly reward. We need a fresh impartation of God's grace every day for strength to participate with the Spirit of God in this process. Finally, we are waiting for the glorious day when our bodies, which are still under Adam's curse of death, will be gloriously resurrected and renewed so that we finally are completely free from every vestige of the destructive power of sin and death. Our bodies will experience glorification. Philippians 3, 20-21 reads, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. I also read from 1 Corinthians 15, 50-53. Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on the imperishable, and this mortal must put on immortality. This is our hope and expectation in Christ who promised to raise from the dead each one of us who believe. And I close with Jesus' own words from John 6, verse 40. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will will raise him up on the last day.